Hello, and welcome to episode 151 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. And that's uh, Truffle. <laughs> Truffle's here. <laughs> I'm Heather. I'm Sarah. <laughs> he just wanted to, you know, she just wanted to make sure she was in. She's just like, yeah. She's like, I'm here too. Let's uh, party. I don't know. The wind blew. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, you gotta love it when we our pets make sure that they have cameo appearances <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> We're here too. <laughs> yeah, nobody will forget that my dogs are here. That's for sure. <laughs> well, so it sounds like the uh, uh, I know we got an email from the winner of our giveaway last week that she has already received her package. Oh, She's very happy with it. So yay! Congrats again to Bonnie. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then we had uh, a winner in our Patreon giveaway as well um so hopefully everybody is just loving their stuff um and i loved that bonnie wrote in and she told us that um she's a teacher and she had had her students listen to the podcast <laughs> that's so cute it was so cute i thought that was the cutest thing i ever heard so yeah i love that um so anyway congratulations again that was a lot of fun um I also have an update for everybody because I know people were very concerned last week when I said that I had bought an artificial tree. The artificial tree got caught in shipping heck and is MIA completely. So we did go and get a real tree. <laughs> I knew one it. last one for the road. <laughs> uh, and then who do I? I would anticipate that the the new artificial tree um, will probably show up somewhere around December twenty sixth or something. I don't know. The <laughs> shipping thing is crazy. Does anybody else have packages that are just in limbo somewhere? Um, no, because we made apparently a decent sized order on Amazon, and then everything just it said we got an email that said your return of this is here. Your return of this. We didn't return anything. I guess somebody. To, like they they canceled it or something and so it was coming back as returns so we had to go in and figure out one by one what everything we ordered was oh no so i mean it wasn't things we needed for christmas fortunately it was right just but still it was weird right oh my gosh yeah i have like a i have like a bunch of packages that are just somewhere in the ether <laughs> just so far everything of mine has gotten here i'm still waiting on two things though and i don't one of them has shipped. We'll see if it makes it. The other one still hasn't shipped. So I don't know how this yeah. is going to go. Yeah. 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 But anyway, my son got his uh, got his wish and got a real tree. So, and unfortunately, it doesn't even, like, it's one of those trees that doesn't, there are, like, certain types of Christmas trees that, like, smell more than others. And this one does not have a particular oh, no. scent to it. Oh, so. no. So now you just get all the needles and none of the All joy. the needles and all the, yes. Yep. Yep. And literally as we're like lighting it and whatever, um, you know, the needles are falling off. I was like, and this is why <laughs> now I remember. Fortunately, our tree is very fresh and um, like it's been, there's no needles falling off of it. That's it's fantastic. Nice. So I knock on wood cause that'll start yeah, to right? happen now. <laughs> All right. So for news this week, um, don't you love it when Disney gives you a whole, not even a whole, 48 hours worth of notice when they're going to be making some sort of like major changes to things? Because surprise, yesterday on Monday, Disney announced that Genie and Genie Plus is coming to Disneyland today as you're hearing this on <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> December 8th. Surprise! Um, 
so yeah, it is being implemented as you're listening to this podcast. It has already been going for a few hours. Who knows how that's going? We're recording this <laughs> on Tuesday. It hasn't happened yet. So, um, although I, I will say it seemed like the rollout at Walt Disney World was relatively smooth. I mean, Heather was there for it, but oh, it was not. Let, I mean, stop you right there. It was not. I saw they had pop up tents of guest services around every park, like around every park with like lines backed up. <laughs> they but, just don't know. But was that because people were having a hard time using it? Like, or did the whole system? Because I don't remember like the whole system going down that day. No, I think it's just that the system is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> nobody knew how to use it. I think if you talk to a lot of people now that have used it for the past, what is it, month and a half, almost two months, I, uh, you would be hard pressed to find somebody that actually genuinely likes yeah. Genie Plus. Yeah. I have not heard a lot of great reports. But to me, the measure of sort of like a successful rollout for Disney is does it take the entire system down? Like, because there have been times where Disney has rolled out new software and it has literally kept people from checking into their hotel, like the whole yeah. system goes down. And that didn't happen this time. So to me, it's like, okay, I mean, the bar is very low. I was Let's there one, I was there one time several years ago and the entire system was down and in order to check in, they gave us these blank cards. Mm -hmm. um, this is before Magic Band. So, you know, it used to be the Keep the World card had Walt Disney World on it. It was blue. and was, So this was blue, and it said Walt Disney World, I believe, but nothing else was on it. It was crazy. We kept them for a long time because we're like, this is unique. Um, In those but, situations, yeah. don't you kind of wonder, like, if you had tried that key on any room, would it have worked? Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm going to the suite. And, I'm and going to the concierge they, level. So they couldn't. I don't think we could get into our room. I think this was just for the parks. Okay. okay. Um, because it was all a you know a package, so yep. it was everything at one. But because I remember um, my mother-in-law had to have some medication and she couldn't get it to our room, mm. and so she, they stored it for her, which is good to know that they do that. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah it was a it was a mess. Yeah. So. We'll see how this goes. I mean, certainly, you know, Disneyland, it's it's much smaller than Walt Disney World. And so, you know, less people will be using the system. Plus, I think I'm hoping that Disneyland users might be a little more familiar with sort of because it's sort of similar to MaxPass. Which they it's, had it's basically MaxPass. It's basically MaxPass. There's really yeah. not anything that has changed to this, at least not yet, versus what MaxPass was. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious if it's as good as Max Pass or is it as equally awful as Genie Plus in Disney World? And by awful, I mean you can get maybe two or three rides, one big ride in Walt Disney World, and yeah. that's if you're up early. Um, or, you know, is it going to be like that or does it go like Max Pass did and you just kind of go throughout your day and you get your your return times like always? I don't know right. if that remains to be seen. Right. Um, but I think important to note, we said it does come out today. It's here. Um, right now, you can't add it to your tickets in advance. Next week, if you're purchasing new tickets, you'll be able to add it in advance. But right now, it's, you know, day of, just like MaxPass always, you enter the park, you scan your ticket, you get into the park, and then you can purchase MaxPass from your app starting in January and I don't know if this is January 1st or just a random date that Disney will figure out they're ready by, that's when you can. But in between now and January, if you have a hotel ticket package, you still have to um, purchase it day by day when you're in the parks. Okay. Good to know. All right. Yeah. 
I mean, we'll see how it goes. If, and, you know, if you guys, if anybody's listening and you're going to be in Disneyland over the next few days, let us know. Report back. You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Um, you know, if you were there for the rollout, we always want to hear. Um, staying on the West Coast in terms of news, Disneyland After Dark events are going to be returning in 2022. So the Sweethearts Night event, the Villains Night event, and the Star Wars Nights event are all going to be taking place on select nights in 2022. Each of these only has just like a, like three or four dates for each. Um, but at these, Heather, you've done one of these, right? Um, no. Well, I mean, I did a DVC one. I've done a couple of like That's what I'm special ones, but not yeah. the not the paid ones. Yeah. Um, and the paid ones, they're a relatively new thing. Like Disney kind of just used to do these theme nights, and now mm -hmm. over the last couple of years, they've started, of course, charging for them as Disney does. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're cute. I mean, look, Disneyland has always had like a you know there used to be date nights at disneyland back in the yeah, 50s and 60s yeah. and you know and then you know in the 90s they used to have local bands come and play and that's how you know no doubt got discovered was playing at disneyland and so this has been a thing disneyland always has done and they're really cute and so they have these fun themes and you know they have like the sweetheart nights around um valentine's day and then they'll have the villains one they're cute whatever i mean i don't want to pay 120 dollars a person to go for three hours that's just me. <laughs> but you do you. <laughs> yeah. And tickets go on sale January 11th for those events. Yes. So if you're interested in those. And they um, can only be purchased online. Do not call in. Get up. You know, I they haven't released a time, but usually it's around 9 a.m. Pacific. But, you know, that's Disneyland time. So it could be like 945. Who knows? But be online and be prepared to sit in the waiting room for like six hours. That's just, yeah. that's how they go. Just yeah. plan on it and you'll be fine. The Villains Night sounds like fun. It I does sound do, like fun. I would like to do that one. You can come here and pay for me and then we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So back over to Walt Disney World. Um, if you have seen, now don't ask me what's going on with Memory Maker. I don't know. But um, there are new Super Zoom magic shots. And they've had these for a little while. There's been one at Cinderella Castle for a while. There's been one in... Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, um, and they're very cute. So there are now Super Zoom magic shots at all four Walt Disney World parks. Um, so there's one in front of Spaceship Earth, and there's one in front of the Tree of Life, um, and all of that. Uh, the, there's the one in Star Wars, and then there's the one in front of Cinderella Castle. So they're very cute, um, and those are available for download, <laughs> you know, on my Disney experience. Uh, and then last but not least, Festival of the Arts, which we knew was going to be returning. They have made just some, some more announcements for sort of specifics about it, that there are going to be, they've announced sort of an initial lineup of some of the Broadway shows that are going to, you know, Broadway performers and shows that are going to be appearing. Uh, they've announced that they're going to be 15. They're calling them food studios this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> you know, I mean, we love a theme. We love a theme. So food studios. Um, and I, you know, this is an event I have never been there. I've always managed to miss it by a couple days. Like I'm typically there like a couple days before it starts or a couple days after it yeah. ends. And I've never been able to actually really hit it on the nose of it being there. Um, which is such a shame because it really seems like a, like my type of event, you know. I've been once and I think it was the very first um, Festival of the Arts. So it's several years back now. It, and I, I feel it like was. Because you was. were there That's with what, yeah. me. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it's grown a lot since the first one. Mm -hmm. But even just the first one was adorable and I, I loved it. Like it was just yeah. it's such a fun different take on Epcot. It was really cute. 
Yeah. yeah, and then and then Sarah and I missed it by like a day. A day. The, <laughs> I think I think I had flown in like earlier than you or something, yep. and so I remember seeing some things in Epcot, and I was like, "Oh, we should go see this," and then they were gone by the time yep. you got there later that day. Yep. So yeah, I'm yeah. I like barely have seen it because I'm just not usually there at that time, but I love it. It's a great idea. Yeah, so. a lot of fun. You know, we love a festival. I mean. <laughs> I, I do think the festival thing has gotten a tiny bit out of control at this point because it's pretty much just a year-round festival. Um, I admit, I do sort of miss the days when it was more of like a... You could just walk around Epcot and yeah, like, it was, here's, this is special now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that maybe, it, maybe it helps with the locals not being there all the time. I don't know. Maybe. On the weekends. On the weekends, yeah. 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 Pro tip, if you are going to any of the festivals, food and wine, festival holidays, festival of the art, you name it, go weekdays. Just go weekdays. Yeah. Stay away from the weekends. You'll be a lot happier. Yep. yep. I have seen some very non-Disney things going on. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that I've noticed all that many non-Disney things. At least, I like, either I'm oblivious or people you are wouldn't have been oblivious the to this one. But, <laughs> but I feel like it's just, it's just a lot more crowded, and that's not fun at yeah. all. Yeah. We we saw people in, um, in Japan up on the tables, dancing on the tables. So they were asked to leave, but, you know, it happened for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, um... The consumption rates, I think, definitely increase. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Starting on Friday night, so even Thursday night sometimes, honestly, <laughs> you know, going through the weekend. But um, all right, so that does it for the news section. So coming up next on this week's podcast, we are going to be talking about why we spend the extra money to stay in the deluxe resorts. We get a a little bit of flack for this occasionally. Um, you know, we'll get reviews on on iTunes or we'll get emails or whatever talking about how, you know, we're snobs and it must be nice to have that kind of money. We don't, A, we don't <laughs> necessarily have that kind of money. But um, but we, we do typically spend more money at Walt Disney World on the deluxe resorts. And we're going to get into why, uh, when we think it's you know, why we think it's worth it. And, you know, what are the occasions when maybe we don't? So, um, you know, because we we don't stay at the deluxe resorts every single, well, I don't stay at the deluxe resorts every single trip. Um, you know, there are occasions where I might stay somewhere else. And we'll get into all, all of the, uh, the whys and the wherefores of that. So stay tuned. Okay, so let's get into this. The deluxe resorts, why do we think they are worth the extra money? Especially now, since there are less perks than there used to be. Yeah, and I don't know that I ever stayed at the deluxe resorts for the perks, so to say, meaning extra magic hour and things like that. Um, I'm I'm staying at the deluxe resorts because I love the convenience of them. I love the size of the rooms. I love the options they provide. They just give you a lot more amenities. And I also, to me... A hotel room is not just a place to sleep. It's part of the experience. You know, it sets the mood for your day, for your entire trip. Um, whether or not I'm choosing to use those amenities or I'm going to lay all day by the pool, not that doesn't always happen. But I like setting myself up in a nice environment to start my day and to start my vacation. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so let's get into the location of it all, right? Because I think for a lot of us, that's going to be one of the number one reasons, you know, to stay there. So now this is not true for all of the deluxe resorts, but most of the deluxe resorts, probably I think the biggest perk in terms of value, in terms of like getting, you know, if time is money, right? You know, then how long is it going to take you to get to a theme park? And this is where a lot of the deluxe resorts really shine. All yeah. of the deluxe resorts are located closest to mm-hmm. the theme parks. Whether or not you can walk there or you have multiple um, transportation options varies by resort, but they are, without a doubt, cannot be argued, they are located closest to the theme parks. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Right. So you have the Magic Kingdom area resorts. So, um, con- you know, Monorail Resorts, obviously, Contemporary Polynesian Grand Floridian. Then you also have Disney's Wilderness Lodge, which is over there, all super close to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, you have the Epcot area resorts, which are um, the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk. I don't remember whether we're considering Riviera an Epcot area resort or not. I think we are because it's connected it by is. the Skyliner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of because I, I think Caribbean Beach is also considered an Epcot resort, even though it's not technically or in that what, area. It could be a, what, a sports resort, like because yeah. they have... Because Pop Century, they may have reclassified them when the Skyline yeah. came out. Yeah. But I mean, let's just look at the Magic Kingdom resorts. Everybody knows, okay, well, the Grand Floridian's really close to the Magic Kingdom, and so is the Contemporary. But I think what you you may not realize is all the options you have to get to and from the Magic Kingdom. You can mm-hmm. take the monorail, you can take a boat, or you can walk from all three of those resorts. You have three different options depending on what you feel like doing, how fast you feel like getting there, what your mood is at that time, how busy it is. So it's just, you you have so many more options and amenities offered to you. So just by saying, okay, sure, it's located close to the Magic Kingdom, but in that one particular instance, you have three different options available to you. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get that at a value resort or even a moderate resort. Yep. And the same thing goes for the Epcot resorts. Obviously, you can walk into Epcot. You can take one of the friendship boats. Um, you know, and honestly, I for me, the big perk for the boardwalk, the Yacht Club and the Beach Club is you're close not only to Epcot, but also to Hollywood Studios. You can walk to Hollywood yes. Studios or take a boat to Hollywood Studios or take a Skyliner. So that's to, to be able to access easily not one but two parks right. um, is huge to me. Yeah, yeah, to not have to spend a half an hour on a bus or whatever it may be. That that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, you know, and that that's enough for me to want to stay. But then also just think of the room sizes. They're the biggest rooms on property, you know. So mm-hmm. even if it's just me and Justin, that extra space is really nice. So I can't imagine, you know, a family of four or a family of five, like that extra fifty square feet <laughs> makes a big difference. Yeah. Yep. And then there's Animal Kingdom, of course. Animal Kingdom Lodge, rather, that is super close to Animal Kingdom. It doesn't have the sort of multiple transportation options that the other resorts do. And that's just purely because of its location, you know, being that close to the animals and everything. There's no monorail. There's no Skyliner. There's no, you know, yeah. no boats because there's no water. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still so one of my, it's still one of my favorite places, though. Absolutely. Lodge, so. Yep. Yeah. Um, so over and above the location... Um, the next big one sort of on my list of priorities, and this might just be me, uh, is the dining options. Yes. Having more than just a food court 
or more than a food court in one restaurant. Like Mm -hmm. it is so nice to me. Like I don't always spend nights at the parks. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but just to be able to come back to the hotel and have four, five, sometimes six, depending on where you're staying, options available Mm -hmm. is so nice. It's so nice. And and for breakfast in the morning too, having multiple options of where I want to eat or it's just, it's so convenient. I think the theme is convenience. They just offer Mm -hmm. you so much more. Yep. But also convenience and indulgence, because for example, deluxe resorts are typically, I don't remember whether it's back or not yet right now, but um, the only ones that offer traditional room service. Yes. And I'm a room service girl. I know. I don't, I try, I mean, it's, yes, it's expensive. Yes, it's crazy. But at least once a trip, typically I'm ordering breakfast or I'm ordering like a late night snack or something like that. And there is, even prior to the pandemic, I loved the ability to not leave my house or my room and have food magically appear. <laughs> so. Room like, service is, is one of those things to me that I feel like is a secret indulgence that I wasn't allowed to do as a kid mm-hmm. that is it's such a it's such a treat like even if i don't want to pay the room service fees to for a for a drink like i remember one time sarah and i ordered room service not at disney and we went down to the lobby and got our little lemonade and diet coke or whatever because we didn't want to pay that and then we went back up to our room to wait for the room service you know i don't know there's something about that look it feels like a luxury to me even though Mm -hmm. it's all all over the place it feels like such a luxury yeah it's, a, it's an I, indulgence yeah well i think too there first of all there's something to be said about eating dinner in bed like at night like oh i'm just gonna go to the pizza window at the boardwalk and get pizza and and oh, how could you do this you're on vacation and i think what people lose sight of on vacation is that you're meant to vacate your daily life so just because you're at Walt Disney World does not mean you have to be in the parks 24-7. If you like that, that's cool. That's your thing. But I'm vacating my daily life by laying in bed and eating pizza and watching movies. And mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to feel bad about it. This is what I want to do that I wouldn't normally do. And I'm here for anybody that wants to bring me. Like, if I had room service at home, I'd probably use it all the time, too. <laughs> Just saying. Very true. Um but like you said, there's such a range of options. So they do still have food courts. So if you just do want to grab some, you know, chicken tenders or something like that, um, that's an option. Um, or if you, you know, it's a special occasion or you you just really feel like celebrating, you know, they have everything up to, you know, signature dining and really truly fine dining restaurants like Victoria and Albert's. Like there's a range of options. So no matter what you're craving, it's available. It's not like you can, it's not like if you stay at the Grand Floridian, you can't get chicken nuggets and french fries. They're there. <laughs> <laughs> you just have more options and yep. I think too like there's probably a lot of people listening that are thinking oh well I go to the California Grill and I stay at Pop Century well sure you can do that but I can tell you that there is not a better experience than getting ready in your hotel room and taking an elevator upstairs or downstairs to your restaurant and not having to worry about do I get an Uber do I, how when is the bus going to be here like you just get ready and you go and mm-hmm. it's much more convenient and it's much more relaxing yeah um so let's talk about sort of one of one of the things that i think really gets overlooked at the walt disney world deluxe resorts because there is so much to do at walt disney world i think a lot of people don't even realize there are so many activities at walt disney world resorts like scheduled planned activities that are taking place during your stay 
Yeah, and they have some at the the moderate or the values, but really not a lot, not like the the deluxe resort to do like, you know, in addition to the movies and the roasting marshmallows, you have a full slate of activities. And it again depends on which resort you're at. So like um, the Animal Kingdom Lodge will have an African art tour that you can do, or I I know that they haven't brought it back yet because Gico's not open, but in the pre-pandemic times, they had um, a taste of the restaurants tour. It was 45 minutes. They offered it twice a week, completely free. And you could go, to, they would take you to Boma and Gico and you would taste like two or three little bites from each place and then be on your way. So you got to Love eat it. at Boma and Gico and you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> And I know at the Yacht Club, they had, like, um, last time we were there, they were doing, like, a um, paint-your-own-wine glasses, like, mm-hmm. you could, like, activity. Yeah. There are wine tastings. There are. Um, There's, in the boardwalk, um, I, I'm sorry, the beach club. I want to call it the solarium. I'm not sure what it's called. In that little sunroom, they have board games out mm-hmm. in the afternoons every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, yep. but like you said, that also paint your own whatever. I know um, the California Grill has, and anybody can do this particular one, but you go to California Grill in the afternoon and you paint your own ceramic castle. Um, you know, they also obviously have the pool parties like everybody does, mm-hmm. but then there's a ton of arts and crafts for the kids too, especially if it happens to be a deluxe resort with a DVC property attached and they have their um, little clubhouse there. There's like six or seven throughout the day different craft activities that the mm-hmm. kids can kids and sometimes adults can go participate in too. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I mean, they really it's the deluxe resorts are really what you think of when you think of a resort. Yeah. Right? Like everything in one place. Yeah. Yep. Like you really could just go and stay there. And not even not even visit the parks necessarily. Like you could just go and do the activities and lay by the pool. And yep, thousands of people do that. And, and I think we should also talk about the pools, right? Because yep. yes, every resort has a pool, but as you go up in category, the nicer your pool gets. So I'm sorry, you can't compare the pool at Pop Century to Storm Along Bay at Yacht and Beach Club. There mm-hmm. is no comparison. You know, there's thing. It's bigger. There's different areas of things. There's a, there's a, a lazy river there for you know for yeah, crying a out loud. Sand bottom pool. Yeah, the, you know yeah, they I have mean. they have slides. They have a dozen or so hot tubs dabbled around. And on top of that, they also have the quiet pool. So if you don't want to be where the kids are, the pool party is happening, and you just want to take a nap by the pool, there's three different quiet pools that mm-hmm. you can go to. Mm-hmm. So you just you get more. Yeah. I and mean, if you're staying at deluxe, like I always ask, you know, clients, you know, used to ask me like, well, should I do the water parks? And I was like, well, let's figure out where you're staying first. Mm-hmm. Because if you're staying somewhere that has a really fantastic pool, like the beach club, you probably don't need the water park unless you just really are a water park person. <laughs> like, you know, and that right there is a, you know, it, it, if you, depending on how you think of it, like that right there is a savings because you're saving money on not buying a water park pass because you're staying somewhere with a fantastic pool. Like, if time is money and experiences are money, like if you think about all these things that add value to the amount of your deluxe resort, it just you just it just feels to me like you get more for your money at the deluxe resorts than you do at, at some of the value in the moderate resorts. Just in my opinion. 
do. And then you also have the chance to plus it up too. If you don't want just the base, which don't get the base is fantastic at the deluxe resorts. But if you want something fancier, you have the option of, you know, cabanas and, mm-hmm. and things like that. They also have, you know, the, the waiters going around and, and you can get your drinks delivered to you, your food delivered to you. And it's, you can take it up as high as you want to go at mm-hmm. these resorts and, and pamper yourself as much as you want. And yeah. I mean, it's vacation. I want to pamper myself. Nobody's bringing me a cocktail by the pool at 12 p.m. as I sit in my backyard on a Wednesday here. But on they vacation, should be, they, though. I know. My <laughs> life is just so awful. <laughs> but, you know, that's why Get I'm on it, Justin. I want to do nice things. I want to, I want to relax and have fun and, and do things that aren't normally available to me in my everyday life. And that's why I like these properties. Well, I mean, we haven't even gotten into our most favorite thing at these resorts, which is the club level. Um, We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, but besides that, you can also just upgrade your room type. If you don't want to look out the window and see a parking lot, you can look out the window and see the pool. Or you can look out the window and see a theme park. Or you can look out the window and see animals, depending on mm-hmm. where, you, where you're staying. So that's a way to plus it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have more I, control over you know, your view at deluxe resorts than you do at other resorts, for sure. I can never be that person that is looking at a parking lot like it, it genuinely upsets me when I book a standard view room and and sometimes I have to sometimes it's all I can afford but like I would rather spend the extra money to have that nice view so when I'm having my tea in the morning I'm looking at the pool I'm looking at you know whatever is going on around the resort I the boardwalk view at the boardwalk is one of the best views on Disney property because it's just like if you love people watching that's the best place well, that in is, the world that is primo people watching oh my god you like it takes a lot to get me to move from that balcony in the mornings <laughs> or the afternoons like okay come on it's time for dinner and i'm like yeah but like look this like the magicians going over here or these people like the kids over here trying to win that you know stuffed frog or it's so much fun <laughs> yeah well that's but another it, thing they have balconies at, yep. at yep. most of these mm-hmm. at most of these resorts they do not have that at value or moderate so. yep um, so then the other thing that I, I, I do just like to mention this because I think a lot of people are not aware of it, but everything changes as you move up in category from your hotel. And I do mean everything. The quality of the toilet paper changes as you move from value to moderate to deluxe. The quality of the towels, the quality of the soundproofing, the quality of the bed linens, the type of mattress, everything changes as you move from category to category to category. So if you are a person like myself <laughs> who likes to spend time in the room, I'm a bit of a nester, you know, everybody knows I love a do less, enjoy more type of vacation. Those things really matter to me. Um, I'm not a great sleeper. So having nice bedding and a comfy mattress and good pillows, th- those are worth it to me. Like those things really make a difference in the quality of my vacation and how much I enjoyment I get out of it. Right. Isn't it like such a pleasure when you get into a hotel room and you see that crisp white bed and then you oh. climb into it and it's fluffy and you kind of like the, everything kind of envelops you like that is such a joy of mm-hmm. vacation. 
I have spent like significant amounts of money recently, like trying to get my bedroom to feel like the rooms at the beach club. <laughs> I feel like you and Justin need to have a chat because he hates our mattress, which by the way, he bought years ago. This is like, he's just decided now he hates his mattress. And he's like, we need, we need a real like hotel bed. Where should we get like, and he's like looking at like the four seasons and the Westin yeah. and you know, they all have their shops where you yeah, can buy yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This I have passionate like, feelings about like what type of mattress. You can get a Westin heavenly bed. Have, yeah. We're going to get that. To have a real conversation then about all yeah. your research because he like every day this is a conversation we're having <laughs> but even like the bedding like I I recently got an upholstered headboard which I love because I like you know like the way it looks at the you know and yeah yeah my my walls are painted like a very sort of pale blue like it's a whole thing and the best thing somebody looked at a photo of my bedroom recently my best friend and was like oh god it looks like a hotel room I was like thank you <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going for perfect <laughs> but those things really, and some people like, some people do the, the bed doesn't even register for them. And like, and if you're that type of person, God bless you. Like if you, if you don't even notice if it's a good bed, I tip my hat to you. I am in awe of you. But to me, I'm like the princess and the pea, like it matters. So every yeah. time I have to, you know, every time I, you know, I sleep in a deluxe or, a, you know, a, a value resort, which by the way, I do. I mean, if I'm, you know, if, if my budget is a little tighter for a particular trip or if I'm going by myself or if I'm just down there for a night or two or whatever, I absolutely will, you know, stay in a room at Pop Century, especially if I'm by myself, you know. And those rooms are fine. Like, they're fine. But I do not get the same enjoyment and relaxation and sort of decompression that I'm hoping for from a vacation as I do when I'm staying at a deluxe resort. Yep, I agree. So, again, we're going to get emails and that's fine you know, that we're snobs and that's fine. And we're, you know, we are not saying there's anything wrong with the value resorts or the moderate resorts for sure. Uh, you know, I have my favorites in each of those categories, but for our money, for the things that make a difference for us and the way that we enjoy and feel, I personally would rather go less often or stay for a slightly shorter period of time and stay at a deluxe resort rather than go all the time and stay at, at value or moderate resorts. That's just me. Same. I'm with you right there. And I feel like um, there's quite a few people that have never given the deluxe resorts a fair shot because they see the sticker price and it's sticker shock and oh my gosh, it's so expensive, which is completely is. justified. I, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. But there is that cliche of you get what you pay for for a reason. And so if it means staying four nights instead of seven, so you could try out a deluxe resort, like that's what I personally would do because I have stayed in almost every single Disney World property due to my job. And for me, when I'm paying money, I want the nicer experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's just me. And, you know, in my job, I hear, I, I talk with people every single day trying to put them in what resort or room category would be best for their family. And so many times I hear, it's just a hotel room. I'm just going to sleep oh. there. And it, that makes Every my time somebody boil. says that, I just like feel my, the little line of red, like rising in my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Same. Yeah. I'm like, you're just, oh, I'm so angry at you because there's so many things I could say, but it's their vacation and it's not my place. So I can try to guide them, but ultimately it's their decision. And I would say like 
eight out of 10 times, those people come home and they're like, oh, we went to the Grand Floridian for breakfast and it looked so amazing. Or, oh, my resort didn't have enough food options or whatever it is. And it's like, look, I get it. The value resorts have that really good price point that we all, I wish the deluxe resorts cost the same as Pop Century but you're not going to get the same experience. And once you try that nicer experience, it's very hard to go back. It's very hard to go back, which brings me to club level under the heading of things that once you've, once you've seen Paris, you can't get them to stay down on the farm. It's it's, um, the club level is an option at the deluxe resorts. Do I stay club level every trip? No. (laughs) I wish. Would I, if I could? Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yes. Yeah. And because I think also, you know, people tend to say, oh, I don't spend that much time at my resort. I don't need all of this. Well, if you stayed at a resort that had all of these things, you would spend the time there. And that's not to say there's anything wrong with being in the parks 24-7, but like, I'm exhausted when I do that. It's really tiring. And I want to take a break in the afternoon or maybe not even take a break, just end early and spend my day at my hotel. And I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on anything because I have this fantastic pool to swim in and then really great restaurants to eat dinner at. And then I have entertainment in the evenings and I've had this really wonderful full evening without just feeling like I've been beat into the ground. Yeah. So, and a lot of this has to do with, and I just want to acknowledge this, A lot of this has to do with we have the privilege of getting to visit Walt Disney World frequently. We are frequent visitors. We are repeat visitors. So we travel differently than somebody who doesn't get to go as often. And we absolutely understand that. Um, But I would still make the argument, if you have thought about trying a deluxe resort, and if you have had taken a look at your budget and had the conversation that said, ooh, but if we just, you know, ooh, you know, God, we could stay for a week, you know, if we stayed here instead of here, I would encourage you to give it a try just once. Maybe it's a shorter trip. Maybe it's, you know, something that, you know, you and your partner are doing, you know, kid-free. Like, maybe, like, just give it a shot. <laughs> See what you think. Or maybe, might it's one like or two, it. maybe it's one or two nights at the end of your trip mm-hmm. instead of the trip. whole trip. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you may discover, and not this is not everybody will. And again, this is one of the things that I love so much about Walt Disney World. No matter who you are, no matter how you travel, no matter what your preferences are, these happen to be our preferences. They may not be yours. And that is okay because Walt Disney World has a range of options, a plethora of different types of rooms (laughs) for you to choose from. So if you are not, you know, fancy like Applebee's, (laughs) like if you want, you know, that's okay. You know, there are a million options and you will find what is right for you. I just want to encourage people to sort of don't write something off just because you're worried about it might be too fancy or you're worried that it might be too pricey. To me, there is value in the cost of the deluxe resorts that um, it just isn't present in some of the other categories. And it really, it's, yes, budget is important. And yes, the actual dollar amount is important. But what you get for that dollar amount, I think is is also a, should be a big factor in your planning your vacation budget. Agreed. Absolutely. Again, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yep. And I've also heard 
that people think the Grand Floridian is too stuffy. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think it is. So oh, if, gosh, that's, no, on your, if that's on your bucket list, stay there. It's not too stuffy. Just it's there. not. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not fancy. You will absolutely see many, many guests yeah. <laughs> in their flip flops and tank tops and just like you will at any other Walt Disney World resort. Yep. But what you might also see is a very adorable, like, little girl dancing with her father to the pianist in the lobby, which is always just my favorite thing ever. And I see it every time I see it. Cinderella's carriage going by, which I love. Yes. Weddings. You see weddings like three a day, which is just, we were there for breakfast um, on my last trip in October. And I mean, breakfast at 830 in the morning, not breakfast at 11 a.m., like 830 (laughs) in the morning, because my mom is an early bird and so am I. And while we were waiting for our table, there's bridesmaids in full hair and makeup. And then here comes the bride. And then over on the staircase are the groomsmen. And and then after breakfast, we saw a different set of bridesmaids and groomsmen. And we were like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. Like, Let's see their dresses. What is the dress like? Do you like the dress? I don't know. Like, it's just magic there, I think. Yeah, I love, I love it. So that's why we think the deluxe resorts are worth it. Um, But what are your thoughts? Do you, have you stayed at a deluxe resort and didn't enjoy it for whatever reason? Let us know. You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. And if you haven't stayed at a deluxe resort, you can't say you don't like them because you haven't tried them. Yes, we will accept no comments from people who have not stayed at one. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a shot. Um, Or if you feel like you have stayed at one and it just wasn't worth the money for you, plead your case. Why do you think that Pop Century offers more bang for your buck than than some of the other resorts or all-star music, fill in the blank, all-star music, Porter Rollins, French Quarter, whatever. let us know. Let's get into it. Um, you can also post in our Facebook group. We have a Disney Park Princess Facebook group, which we encourage you to join, you know, join and be a part of. We have some great conversations going on over there. And then, of course, we have our Patreon group. And coming up next, we're going to get into uh, Heather has been sharing some of her wedding details in the Patreon group. <laughs> <laughs> They're very excited about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She wasn't sure if anybody wanted to know about it. And then, of course, everybody was like, um, duh. Yes. We were like, <laughs> like all of the details thank you very much so uh we're gonna get getting into that in our patreon extra if you support us on patreon you get bonus content typically 10 to 15 minutes of bonus content uh access to the private group um and then different perks that come with the different support levels you can go to patreon.com slash disney park princess to join next week we're going to be pre-recording so we won't have any news um heather and charla are both going to be traveling next week so we're going to be pre-recording um, that will be episode 152, and then we will be off for the holidays. So just to warn you, <laughs> to let you guys know if we're going to go missing for a couple of weeks. So we will be off uh, for the last two weeks of December and then returning in early 2022. That does it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram, on yeah, Facebook, on all of the places, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.